Welcome to Picks with the Professor, sponsored by Wager Lab, the show where a real statistics professor and his friends give you sports betting tips. I am your host, the professor, and I've built mathematical models to predict various sports outcomes that are affectionately known as sideline. You'll more about the models in the course of this episode, set to cover half of the Thursday first round March Madness game set to take place here on March 16th. 2023 we've got seven of the best games and one of the more off the wall games that we think we have a great angle for you here but in case you are new here make sure to check out the web page www.pickstheprofessor.com slash new that'll get you some explanations of things, what, what's happening here community rules good information over there see the google sheet link in the show description for sidelines projection on every single game remember this show covers picks in the best games for picks on all the games sign up on patreon or black book sports or different packages of price ranges based on your needs Remember, the sports are unpredictable, especially March Madness. There's a reason to call it March Madness and not March Normalness. So the discussion of this show projects a typical game and does not try to forecast it to the T. There is going to be some team that gets hot from three and creates a crazy upset, and there's going to be some team that's going to be upset because they can't hit from three. That sort of thing happens. We're taking a long-term view on it. Even though there are only you know 60-some-odd games left here in March Madness and uh, you know another handful in the NIT and stuff like that, you know we're still thinking long-term. We're not thinking short-term here. I'm not going to get distracted when these weird things happen. The upsets that we're predicting, we're predicting them because we think there's value. We're not saying the upsets we think do happen. We just think there's value at the price and at the long run that the team might win four out of 10 times, but the odds apply three out of 10. So things like that is what we're looking at when we talk about picking favorites and laying some bigger odds. It's because we think they're priced at needing to win six out of 10, but we think they actually win seven out of 10. So it's again, long-term thinking here, not trying to see who's going to hit threes and who's not, because that sort of stuff is just really unpredictable, especially this time of year. It's what makes it a lot of fun. But all that to say, good and bad variants will occur. So as much as we like to say we'll be profitable each and every day, that is an impossible reality for any gambler. Cousin Jared, uh, it's been a pretty good last uh, few weeks here using Moneyline Picks. Hopefully we can continue that here in the postseason. But, I mean, here we are uh, on the eve of March Madness 2023. Uh, are, are you as excited as I am? I'm very excited for this and honestly can't believe that Jake has given me the opportunity to take the first, well, the first, first round uh, day of March Madness. Uh, that was very kind of him to allow me yeah. to show today. Yeah. I mean, it's really more so I set the schedule and, and y'all do whatever I tell you to. So um, <laughs> yeah. Jake will be with us here to cover the Friday games. And just like we did from uh, the Tuesday, Wednesday games here, a reminder, if you are with us on Patreon, Jake and I are going to record for Friday's games on Wednesday night. And so you will have access to that here before any game gets going. We'll record that. Um, if if not, it'll be made available about 24 hours later on YouTube. So if you're with us on Patreon, you'll get really early access to the um, numbers and that we're playing at and, and all that discussion, but otherwise uh, it'll, it'll be a little bit delayed. So yeah, I, cousin Jared, uh, I, I did think that was, you had that thought in my mind that, that Jake might be, you know, what's the alive version of rolling over in his grave. He's doing whatever the alive version of that is. I think right now yeah. that, that the Thursday games that you're covering him and not him. Yeah. Yeah. But Hey, he'll, he'll be here soon. So, so don't fret people. Yes. And of course Duke and Tennessee is too school. Maybe that was, maybe it was more subliminal, subliminal planning. I mean, he doesn't have to talk about the Duke or Tennessee games, right? Which, which we should all be thankful for. Uh, because but I, I'm going to guess I know where he would land on those picks. But I am going to make you talk about your your Aggie. So it's going to be a it's going to be a good show here. I'm looking forward to it. Can we swap now that I'm thinking about it? Is now, there any way we can swap? 
No, no, you're you're here. But before we get to the game, some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you are yet, please consider subscribing or following. It's free. And if you turn on notifications, you won't miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. Already mentioned Patreon, but check it out if you haven't yet. There are a lot of great benefits found over there above and beyond what we do here. Different price ranges, different packages, all sorts of fun benefits. That Discord chat group, again, the place to get questions answered. If you have a question for me, that is the place to go to get it answered. Sometimes I see the comments, sometimes I don't, sometimes I have time to respond. I always respond to people. I'm always interacting on that Discord. So for me, Cousin Jared, Jake, uh, any of us over there, we have a lot of fun on that Discord. Talk about other sports. People talk about NBA picks, NHL picks, all sorts of good stuff happening. At, at that, that $5 a month is worth the price of mission at discord uh, www.patreon.com slash picks with the professor get you more details but even if you're not there i'm still thrilled that you're here also if you haven't yet there's still time to join us on wager lab wager lab is a free mobile app that basically lets you make fake wagers either with friends or against the house there's no money exchange in it which makes it completely free and legal uh but we've got our free pool over there uh top top place top top finisher at the end of march madness it's 50 amazon gift card second place gets 20 third place gets 10 dollars. you might as well join no reason not to make your wagers against the spread money line totals first half whatever you want to do over there got a lot of options show show off your skills and abilities if you come out on top you get some some amazon uh amazon money who couldn't use amazon money at this point in life right Everybody. yeah i mean that's basically just hard u.s dollars it basically is. It's it's right. It's like sometimes you, know, you get a gift card to a place like Home Depot. You're like, I could probably use that, but it's like maybe still a little bit less valuable than cash. Amazon is like just as good as cash. It's like yeah. a decent gift card because like yeah. who can't find something that they really need on Amazon? Uh, so you can join us over there on Wage Lab. All these links again in the show description for Patreon for Wage Lab. Everything. Uh, remember, total picks are traditional one unit bets. Money line picks are to return three units. So we're gonna have some. We risk two units to win one. We risk one and a half to win one and a half. We risk one to win two. Put a little bit more on the money line. We're a little more confident on those plays and the totals. Uh, we have just a you know a little bit less variance, a more a uh, little bit of data on it, that sort of thing. But we scale it this way. We're gonna pick got a couple of picks on Patreon, some massive dogs here in the tournament. We're putting like two tenths of a unit on it, and so it's like a flyer in case you have the upset grade. If not, you haven't really lost much, but you got a massive payout. We got a couple of decent upsets here that we're going to back today. A couple of favorites are going to back today, but we're always risking a little bit more on those favorites than the dogs. So that's the way I've scaled it. You can scale it however you want. Uh, but that's just kind of my general recommendation. I don't want I don't want us risking too much on the dogs, but uh, you know, having a little bit on them is sometimes uh, really profitable, especially this time of yep. year. Yep. Uh, I don't know how t Wednesday's games have gone. We're recording here on Wednesday afternoon. I do know how Monday's win. Our totality of Monday's picks was profitable. Uh, we hit two of the Patreon A-grade plays that were dogs, Eastern Washington and Hofstra. So, again, you know, I, I can't cover everything here on show. I don't know which ones are going to hit. We're covering the bigger games on show. But some of those uh, underdogs are, are, are a great investment. Um, some of the favorites are a great investment. It just depends on which one, you know. So uh, Monday was was another good night for us here. Again, missed a couple on the show, but the totality of picks was was really good. Uh, you know, uh, it's kind of kind of what we're hoping for always. Uh, yep. But anyway, I'll I'll stop randomly. Oh, let's get to it. Take what you like, and leave the rest as always. Uh, starting off here at twelve forty five p.m. Eastern, Utah State versus Missouri. Uh, cousin Jared, I, I I love this Utah State team. I, I feel like we picked a lot against them in the regular season, but it always pained me too. They always seem to overperform. Yeah. They've been on fire as of late, really overperforming the model projections. We're going to back them here, minus 118. This price is way too low. It's an A-grade pick. It's a very strong pick against the Missouri team that I just don't think is that good. Again, not completely healthy. Got a lot of guys still questionable. And that makes Missouri I, just I, it's nowhere near 
a team that deserves an at-large bid with regards to their current players and makeup and talent situation right now. It doesn't mean their resume wasn't good, but they are not worthy of being in this tournament based off of who's on the court right now, the fact that their best players still might be out. Just so many issues with this Missouri team health-wise, and that makes Utah State the much better team, in my opinion. Southern says they went by an average of 3.6 points. Makes them it says they win 62% of the time. It makes them a minus 162 favorite. So minus 118 is fantastic value. Anything minus 132 or better would be an A grade with regards to the spread. It says if you lay two or less, that's an A grade play with regards to laying points. I, I love this Utah State team. Uh, both these teams are really good offensively, but Utah State has a defense and Missouri doesn't. And that's really the bottom line here. They play about the same speed. It shouldn't be surprise anybody. No one's going to try to play faster or slower. It should be a pretty just Straight-up game where Utah State's got the better defense, and that gets them the win here. I love this price at minus 118. Total is 155.5, 156.5. Model says 156.7, so it's a high total. It's priced pretty well. Don't want to touch the total. Just focus here on Utah State. I love starting off here with an A-grade pick. I love the I love this Aggies. We're talking about another Aggies I love later, but I uh, love these Aggies as well. Cousin Jerry, what do you got? So I came on here last week and I told you to pick Arkansas against Auburn because I just did not like what I had seen from Auburn all season. I'm going to put Missouri in, in that same boat, not quite to the same level as Auburn, but just somebody who's watched a decent amount of SEC basketball. I just haven't been impressed with Missouri at any point this season. And as you mentioned, Utah State has just been a, a solid, solid team um, all, all season long. And I feel like they kind of get lost in the sh shuffle, just there being a, a a couple of really good teams out in, in the Mountain West. And so uh, I think Utah State is the right play here. I was really hoping to get, get this closer to even money, just, you know, people playing the names and not kind of looking in depth here. Because uh, sometimes you'll see that when you get some of these name schools go up against some of these smaller schools. But, yeah, I think Utah State is 100% uh, the play here. I think they're underrated and Missouri, similar to Auburn last week. I just don't think Missouri is as good as definitely what their seeding is here. Yep, absolutely. Uh, moving on to the 210 Eastern game. Charleston at San Diego State. A lot of people picking Charleston uh, to win this as their five, you know, 12 5 upset. Uh, you know, I, I don't know. I'm not seeing it. I, I don't think they win this game personally. Um, uh, Charleston's not bad. I, I just, you know, I think they're getting a lot of respect for only three losses, which is good. But that conference they played in was pretty terrible. They didn't even win the regular season. They were actually the two seed in their conference tournament. Um, you know, San Diego State's pretty good. I've got San Diego State the 17th best team. I, I, I don't think they lose this game. That said, right now the money line price on San Diego State's minus 225, which isn't really that appealing to lay that big of a price in the tournament game. Mm -hmm. uh, knowing that Charleston's not bad, it's just yeah. I, I, I don't see quite all the upset love. It's not what I would pick, but um, that's talking about picking just a winner and a loser, right? That's very different than laying odds. My, laying minus 225 is just... Just too steep of a price for me. I don't really want any part of that. We always talk about money line parlays. If it's a good pick by itself, it's a good pick on a parlay. San Jose is not really a good value by itself, so it's not a pick I want to throw in the parlay. You're adding you know, probably a little bit more risk than you are reward and or at minimum the same. So I just don't think it makes sense. Uh, I do think San Diego State wins. The model says 68% of the time, but again, the price just isn't great. Uh, current spread I'm seeing is five. Model says 5.2. So again, I think it's priced pretty well with regards to the side. What's not priced well is the total. Yeah, 141 and a half is way too much. If you've watched anything involving San Diego State, they have been like just literally like puncturing the ball and taking the air out of it. That's what I mean. It's it's our you know it's a Jackie Moon kicking the ball in the stands. It's basically what they're doing. They're just kicking the ball in the stands and running out the clock. You know they they've been on average under. 
by 13 points per game the last month. I mean, that's insane wow. to be yeah. under by that much. Uh, their pace just gets slower and slower. They've got the fifth best defense in the country. Charleston wants to play fast, but San Jose isn't going to let them play fast. San Jose State's disciplined enough to control the tempo and not get sucked into that sort of game. Model says 137.4, and the model's been really spot on with Charleston totals, but just can't go low enough for San Diego State. So given that, seeing what the model says 137.4, I probably think more like 135. I, I think this is a mid-130s game. You never know about fouls. Maybe if you like first half, first half under, probably a slightly smarter play. I'm just going to take the full game here, but... I, I would love the first half under as well. I just think under in this with the way San Diego State goes. They might get sucked into a faster game against a team with more talent, but they've got more talent than Charleston. So they, they can right. control the tempo of this game. 141 and a half, just laughably too high in my opinion. I love the under in this one. Uh, Cousin total, should I say. I know, yeah. I, know I can always yeah. talk you into an under. Yeah, I mean, I, I'm not going to refute anything that you've said. I'm just going to try to posit why uh, the San Diego State totals have been so high the past month, and I really don't have a good answer. They played in the Maui Gym Invitational out there, which had, looking back on it, a bunch of up-tempo uh, teams playing in that tournament. So I, I remember San Diego State scoring like 90 points in one of the games out there and thinking, oh, is this San Diego State team maybe a little different from uh, the past iterations we've seen? And then, you know, in non-conference play, you know, we're probably going to score a little more points in non-conference play just with the, the type of competition that they're going up against. But yeah, once they got back in the conference play, the usual San Diego State. So I cannot tell you why this total is so high and why the totals haven't been lower, uh, like you said, over the past month. But hey, I'm not here to question necessarily. Let's just, I'm just here to capitalize on it. Yep, absolutely. I think under uh, is, is the way to capitalize, uh, just like yeah. you said, absolutely. Uh, 3.30 p.m. Eastern, Illinois and Arkansas. This one's relatively close to a coin toss. You're going to grab Illinois at plus 115. It's a B-plus grade. Model says straight up 50-50. The average margin of victory is 0, 0.0. So, I mean, you got a coin toss game here. Plus 115 offers pretty good value. Model wants plus 122 before it gets to an A grade, so it's not quite there. But it's pretty good value in a game that I have no idea what's going to happen. We have to we have to talk about, of course, Illinois has been disappointing as of late. But remember that the first 25 games or so of the season also matter. And we can't just throw those out. So the fact that Illinois in the last five or six games hasn't looked amazing, you know, not great. But the model kind of weights every game, every recent game, a little bit more than the one before it. But it doesn't throw those other games out. And Illinois still got a lot of talent. It's accounting for the fact that Arkansas has been healthy at times and unhealthy at times. That's why they're ranked so high, because I think if you just look at team metrics on the season, I've probably got them higher than most places do, because most places are not giving quite that same injury break. That's the benefit of having a player-based model. I think this Arkansas team is decent. I think both these teams were decent. I think it should be a really good game. If you give me plus 115 on either side, I'm taking it. The bottom line is I don't know what the heck's going to happen. Model says straight up coin toss. And again, like I'm always saying, if you could go to Vegas, uh, take out the, the zero and double zero and just say red or black, you get plus 115. I would just, I'd be taking that all day, every day, right? It's a good long-term investment. And that's the same thing here. I, you know, Arkansas hasn't been overly impressive as of late. They've been okay. Illinois has been struggling, but again, the number of times we've seen a team hot go into March Madness and then continue to play well or vice versa you just never know. I mean, I'm thinking about a couple of those um, 11 seeds that have made final four runs or elite eight runs. They were 11 seeds because they were playing terribly entering the tournament and they flipped the switch and turned it on. You just never know what's going to happen, right? That's the whole right. point of you can't throw out the first 25 games just because the last six have been not that great, right? Illinois is still a really good team. And I think we're getting a little bit of value here because people are worried about the way they played lately, but there's no injury concern that, that would explain that. enough. It was injuries different. The model's going to know that, right? I, I put the injury report in, so it's, it's going to adjust, but 
There's no injuries or anything like that that, that that says Illinois should continue to play bad. They're still a decent team. Should be a great game. I'm going to take the plus odds. Total is 144. Model says 142.3, but both teams have been going over. So like Illinois' struggles have been from the fact that their defense, which is their better unit, has really been letting them down. Arkansas has been playing pretty up-tempo uh, and, and going over as well. So, uh, you know, Model would lean under, but the way these teams have been playing says over. So I'm not touching the total. It's conflicting information. Just going to stick with grabbing plus odds in a coin toss game. Uh, we're going to do it a lot come baseball season. You're going to hear me say that a lot. Coin toss game, take the plus odds, right? Yep. And uh, that's where we are here. Plus 115, just too good to pass up. Uh, what do you yep. think? Well, I, I am I am going to agree with you, even though I professed my, uh, you know, how much I love Arkansas last week. I think they're a, a well-coached team and a really yeah, tough well. out. Um, what I would say also that kind of overrides that is as I was filling out my bracket, I stared at this game long and hard because I had no idea who I thought was going to win this one. And so I feel like that reflects exactly uh, what you said, you know, getting plus 115 for a game that I stared at for a minute and said, I have no clue who's going to win this one. Uh, Taking plus 115 odds feels right. So my analysis on this one is I didn't know who to choose in my bracket. So plus 115 is a good bet. Yeah, absolutely. Same thing if you're taking points, Illinois, right? I was getting two points. Same concept, right? One of those, yeah. get two points, maybe it pushes, maybe they only lose by a point, maybe it's a buzzer beater, who the heck knows? So it's the same sort yeah. of thing. There's some yeah. value, you know? Uh, this isn't one of those, there's no locks in gambling, right? I always remember that, but there's just value on this pick in the long term. These are the smart plays yeah. uh, where we've got a little bit of edge and we exploit it, you know, you know, six times out of 10, that sort of thing. Yeah. Uh, moving to the evening games, 5.50 p.m. Eastern, Auburn versus Iowa. I missed this before, the model loves Auburn uh, more than it should, but, you know, the model says Auburn should win this by 4.6. So nowhere near a coin toss as they win this game 66% of the time. That seems a bit high. I don't think they win it 66% of the time. Probably probably closer to 60. But the thing is, this game's being played in Alabama. And that's going to give Auburn a pretty big edge here. We're talking about Iowa really struggling away from home. Auburn, it's not, an, it's not a home game. It's not in their barn. But they should have a lot of fans there. Now, there should be a lot of Alabama fans there. So I don't know who the Alabama fans are going to be rooting for. That might yeah. affect the officials yeah. one way or the other. So I'm only giving Auburn one point of home court advantage. So I'm giving them the, the smallest quasi boost for the travel, the fans, the comfortability of playing so close to home, that sort of thing. Uh, so not treating it as a true neutral site, giving Auburn just the tiniest of boost. Even if I give them no boost, again, the model still says they should win by 3.6. And again, even if that's high, I love taking advantage of the fact that Auburn away from home is a scary bet. They've only played well away from home a time or two really all season. Uh, so, so I'm on Auburn here, minus 110. I think there's some value here. They're the much better team. Maybe not quite as much as the model thinks, but uh, game location enough to swing this in their favor. Total is one. 52 model says 151.8 Auburn's been going over us of like their defense has been not quite as sharp as top the top 10 unit the model thinks they have their offense has been a little bit better um so you know model might lean a little bit over but 152 is such a high number we also talk about Iowa right it, it, totals it, it, if they hit threes it's going to go over if they don't it's going to go under so I mean I don't know do with that whatever you will uh I'm just going back Auburn I think the price is right here, they should be bigger favorites in this, especially playing again a, a, a pseudo almost adjacent home game. Because uh, yeah. Jared, I know, like I said, you don't like Auburn, so uh, how, how 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 can you sell this? Yeah, this 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 game made me sick. Uh, because I didn't want to pick either team. Uh, but when you dig into it, I think you just really have to focus on how truly bad Iowa has been away from home. And I know a lot of that is in conference. They got a lot of tough road conference games, but even their neutral site games this year have, have not been great. Really struggled I, against Duke and Madison Square. A Duke team that looks nothing like they do now. Yeah. Like a Duke team yeah. That, was, that was very middling at the time. 
Yeah, yeah. And so I I just can't get past that to your point. Um, you know, Auburn playing relatively home game. You know, is Bruce Pearl maybe a tad, tad bit overrated? Maybe, but I still like I still think he can pull pull this game out with with how bad Iowa has been at neutral sites on the road. Uh, I think Bruce Pearl has has this game in him, and it's killing me to say that because um, I I don't think Auburn has been a good team this year. But like if you look at the team that Iowa is on the road, like Auburn probably wins that game. A lot of the teams they've been losing to in the SEC are better than Iowa when if when Iowa's playing on the road. So yeah. um, as much as it pains me, I'm I'm going with Auburn in this one as well. Yeah, and it's, it's like, you know, if this game's in Iowa City, Iowa hits a bunch of threes and probably wins yeah. by 10. Yeah. You know, otherwise, though, they a lot of times on the road or neutral sites, they just go cold from three and they just can't hit them. And if you can't hit them, yeah. you can't score. Yeah. That's yeah. how that's how that's how you let Auburn win. Because otherwise, if you score enough on Auburn, you're, you're fine. Their offense isn't that good. But, yeah. you know, if they're not hitting the threes, which they haven't done great on that away from away from home, then they're not going to be good enough to win this one. So yep. uh, yeah, very different situation if they're at home than, than here on the neutral site. Uh, 6, 10 PM Eastern or Roberts at Duke. I picked Duke to go to the final four of my bracket, but let's back Oral Roberts here at plus 225. All about the value in this one. It's not that I think Oral Roberts wins. If I just have to pick who wins, Duke is more likely to win. So I want to make sure that we're clear on that. We're, we're got to be clear on this with baseball as well. This isn't me saying I think Oral Roberts wins. It's saying that Oral Roberts plus 225 has long-term value. Of course, if you want to play the spread, take the points, play it a little safer, that's your prerogative. But Oral Roberts, according to the model, wins this game 37% of the time. That gives us a nice little 6% edge here. It's a pretty solid edge. It's an A-grade play. I love the way that Duke's been playing as of late. I think they're playing really, really well. The issue is that this Oral Roberts team is really good. I've got them as the 29th best team in the country. So I have the Oral Roberts themselves should not be a 12 seed, but that they should be like an eight seed. And that's, I think the, the reason I think there's value here is that people just don't realize how good this Oral Roberts team is. If they were playing somebody besides Duke, I think they'd have a really good chance of winning close, much closer to 50, 50 than it is. Again, they're not even a 40% likely to win, but even anywhere near 40% plus 225 is just way too much value to pass up. Same thing with taking the five and a half points. If that's what you want to do. Model says taking five and a half is the threshold for an A grade predicts an average Duke win by 3.8. So again, Duke more likely to win, but I would not be playing Duke on the money line or laying the points. There's no value here. The values on the opposite side again, a grade pick on oil Roberts. They got a shot to pull this off, especially if, they get hot from three. Their defense is better than it was a couple of years ago. They're going to be a little bit overmatched. The tempo contrast should be interesting. Or Roberts wants to play fast. Duke wants to play it really slow. But they're, they're a good team. They are not a typical 12 seed. They should be a single-digit seed. They're getting massive disrespect here, in my opinion, from the committee. And I wish they drew a better matchup. But as it is, I think they're going to give Duke fits. This might be one of Duke's tougher games here uh, in the tournament until they get to the very deep parts because this one's going to be a really tough one playing a really good Oral Roberts team. Okay. Total is 145 and a half. Model says 144.6. Both these seem to be going under. Oral Roberts defense is playing really well lately. If I was playing a total on this, I would be going under 145 and a half. Duke's going to slow it down. They've got the better athletes. They should be able to. And again, Oral Roberts amazing offense but again their defense has been playing so well as of late they've been really driving the totals under i would definitely be going under 145 and a half under 146 if i was looking at a total uh cousin jared what do you got 
So you just gave all of the facts there. Uh, I'll circle back to what I said in the first game that we talked about. Sometimes the value is off because of the name on the jersey, and this is definitely one of those times. And, and the fact, you know, how many people have really seen Oral Roberts play uh, yeah. this season? They're they're a, a solid team. But this is just one of those things where the odds are out of whack because it's Duke. And I mean, if you uh, you know played every game against Duke in the NCAA tournament, going back, I don't know how many years at this point, you would be really profitable. Um, so, and even though they only lose, only lose like, you know, one game of tournament, uh, you're, you're still going to come up with extra, you're going to get like these big, you know, plus odds. So, or, if, uh, or yeah. if you're taking the points against them every game that you can have a lot of times where they win, but they don't cover. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, I think, uh, Earl Roberts, definitely the right side here. This is just the Duke name getting way more respect than, than what I, I think they're doing. Not saying they're not good, not saying they're not playing well they're, at the right yeah. time, but they're just getting more respect than deserve here. Yeah, and like you know, like I said, clearly, I, me picking them to go to the Final Four, they're clearly playing really well at the right time. Absolutely, but uh, yeah, this should be Duke minus three and a half, minus four, not minus five and a half. There's just yep. uh, you know some value here uh, on the dog. Again, what do you want? What do you want to take points, money line, split it? You know, either way, I think you know that's personal preference. However, you do that, uh, there's certain advantages. I've been talking about the money line, why I like it personally, but however you want to you know take it, take it, run, you know, go mm-hmm. for it. But yeah, like you said, just and, and I predicted this. I, I think I said. In the show taking Duke against Virginia in the ACC championship, I said, "Hey, this is like one of our last chances we're going to get to take Duke because once they win this, there's going to be so much Duke hype." And sure yeah. enough, that's where we are. But but hey, we had we had an edge on Duke in the ACC tournament. They rode it, and that was great. But yeah, now um, uh, now unfortunately the, the the tables have turned. Um, yeah. Six thirty-five p.m. Eastern, Boise State versus Northwestern. You're going to grab plus one ten with Boise State here. This is a B plus grade pick, almost to an A grade. Model wants plus one fourteen or better for an A grade. Says the correct price should be Boise State minus one oh eight. Both these teams have been pretty spot on with regards to the model as of the last month. Overperformed, of course, over the season because both these teams were better than we thought they would be early on. But it's a pair of teams that are both decent. I mean, neither one of them is great. I've got both around fiftieth with regards to their ranking. You got two teams that are going to play a little bit slower. Two teams that are better defensively than offensively. There's a reason this total is so low. I'd also be looking at the under. It's 127 and a half right now. Models is 124 and a half. Boise State's been playing better offense as of late, uh, but they still play really slow. And Northwestern's got a really good defense. So I mean, I think under first half under makes a lot of sense as well. But pretty strong play here, grabbing plus odds with Boise State. I think this is the wrong team favored game. I think we've got a little bit of bias here on the Big Ten as we often do this time of year. People think the Big Ten's going to do great. I never really do. I never count on it. Um, this is a, this is the type of game the Big Ten loses just about every year. It seems like these coin toss games, they just can't get on the right side of it. And this Boise State team, I think, kind of like you said, just not getting the respect they deserve because people don't watch them. Yeah. Uh, but I, I think they're the better team. And I, I don't really see anything in the data that would indicate otherwise. At minimum, this is a coin toss. So this, to me, is somewhere between Boise State should be favored or 50-50, plus 110. Offers pretty good value here on the Broncos. Because, uh, Joe, what do you got? I trust Boise State to ugly this game up and, and make it fairly low scoring. You mentioned you might might be on the the under here. I think that Boise State's going to find a way to make this game really ugly, and you know this game might end up being like sixty to fifty eight or, or or something like that. I think it's going to be yeah. close, uh, but at the end of the day, I just think that Boise State has the ability to play some some really good defense and keep Northwestern out of their rhythm and ultimately win this game. Just you mentioned not enough people watching Boise state. Uh, I mean, it's just, it, it's a slightly different brand of basketball 
than than what uh, some of these Big Ten teams play. Some of these Big Ten teams like to ugly it up as well. But like when you look at some of the teams, Indiana, Iowa, uh, you know, uh, teams like that that uh, Northwesterners played this season, uh, Boise State's a, a different animal for sure. It's almost like looking in a mirror, right? They're they're pretty similar in the in the yeah. better defense and slower pace, that sort of thing. Uh, model projects sixty three, sixty two, so uh, not far off from what you said, sixty to fifty eight. Uh, yeah. You know, and like it's definitely it's definitely a first one to sixty wins this game, I think. Um, and yeah, I think that the difference in this game is that I think both teams want to really ugly it up. The difference is that when you're ugly in a game up, points at a premium of Boise State's offense is a lot better than Northwestern's. It's it's good enough to in an ugly game just you know be good just good enough. Right, uh, right. Now that that won't be the case next round, right? Boise State will have a whole lot tougher of a situation where yeah. it won't be it, that offense might not be good enough. But against Northwestern, their offense is just good enough just to get to sixty. Whereas Northwestern, with the pace of this game and the defense, Northwestern's gonna have a really hard time getting to sixty. Not impossible, but they're gonna have to have things go their way to get to sixty. Boise State's got the offense to do it, and like you said, I think that sixty to fifty-eight type score makes a lot of sense. So whether it's under for the game first half, e- either one makes a lot of sense. I think Boise State plus one ten, yeah. pretty good value player, almost a grade, not quite, but definitely good enough to fire away, in my opinion. Yep. 8.55 p.m. Eastern, the moment you've all been waiting for, Cousin Jared. Uh, Texas A&M, minus 148. It's a B-grade play according to model. It's an A-grade play according to my heart. I've loved this Aggie team. I've backed them so many times. And I think that the times yeah. I've faded them, every time I've faded them, I'm pretty sure it's one. Um, I've done really well with this a team. They are really good. They've been playing so great the last couple months. Only losses were a couple of tough situations. You're like at Mississippi State, you know, uh, Bama, right? I mean, there's some tough situations like that. For the most part, they've been really good to us. I'm going to say it again. I just don't think the Big Ten's that good. I think a and is a lot better. I think they can win this game. Model says they win it 68 or 63% of the time. Says that minus 169 is the correct price. Once minus 137 for an A grade. So not, again, not quite to an A grade, but again, good enough to fire, in yeah. my opinion. Model wants minus two for an A grade on the spread. Right now I'm seeing minus three, but whether you're playing the minus 148 or the minus three, I think either one is a really good investment. I like minus three a lot more than minus three and a half. If you see minus three and a half, I'd definitely be looking at the money line because I don't want to like the hook there on that three. But mm-hmm. I think Indian wins this game. Uh, they're the better team. They've been playing really well. Boise has been playing decent as of late, absolutely. But I just don't think they're in the same ballpark as AM. We talk about AM shouldn't be a seven seed. I think everybody in their right mind knows they should not be a seven seed. They mm-hmm. should be a five or a six. Um, they're, they're, they're the much better team here. Uh, I don't think we want to overthink this one. The Aggies are the way to go. Totals 135. Models is 133.4. And then wants to play this game under. So, uh, you know, I think they're going to give Penn State's jump shooters all they can handle. I think under makes sense as well. I mean, this is definitely a game where I'd be parlaying A&M and the under for just a little bit because I think those are correlated. And that correlation is going to give us a little bit of a positive expected value if you tie them together. A pretty smart investment play as well. Because, uh, Jared, this is your team. I'll let you uh, have the floor. Uh, what I would say is that I like the money line play a lot better than I like laying like the, the three points. Uh, you know, it, it seems like only three points, but I think number one, the, this AM team likes to, to play good defense. They like to keep games a little bit ugly. If they ended up winning this game by two points, it wouldn't surprise me at all. Uh, so definitely like the money line play there more than, than laying the points. The other thing is, is, you know, they just got their buzz handed to them by Alabama. Nothing to be ashamed of by that. Yeah. Alabama is a very good team, but I'm telling you right now, somebody, either AM or Texas, is going to screw up this potential second round matchup. I have full faith that one of these teams is going to do something they shouldn't. So maybe AM's playing, uh, pressing a little bit more in this game, uh, knowing that they've got that potential second round matchup with Texas on the horizon. Uh, so I, I agree with everything you said. Based on how AM has played for the last three months, three and a half months at this point, they should win this game handily. But me, I think the money line play is a lot safer than laying the points, even though it probably seems similar. 
You're saying don't money line parlay Texas and Texas A&M is what you're saying. There is no way I, I would do that. <laughs> All right. Cause the Jets calling a shot, everybody. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And in fact, I, w- I would say if you had to parlay taking the points against both of those teams, if you mm. had to, if you were interested mm. in a parlay, I think mm. that's, that's what I would do. But again, I, I think money line play on a is probably the safest bet. Mm. All right. Uh, that takes us to overtime. Those were seven of your better Thursday games. Got one here. It's not off the radar. We talk about off the radar game. You know, none of the games are off the radar at this point, but one game that is going to be less competitive, but we think we have a great angle on Northern Kentucky and Houston. Houston is obviously a big favorite. They're favored by 18. Model says 14. So the model would say take the points with Northern Kentucky. Obviously, Sasser being questionable affects that. Um, I don't see Sasser going, uh, or I don't see him going full because why would you? Uh, they should win this game. They're the much better team. They've got Northern Kentucky ranked 144th. So uh, I do think taking the points makes a lot of sense if you want to grab the 18 points. Houston's really, really good. But again, the Sasser situation just affects that in a different way. But rather than taking the points, under 122 is just a much better angle. I love this pick here. The model says 114 and a half. You've got a Northern Kentucky team that plays somehow slower than Houston. Both these teams yeah. do not yeah. want to get to 60 possessions. And that's kind of crazy because you got a team like Bama who wants to get to 80. Both these teams want to keep it in the 50s. They are two of the slowest teams out there. Uh, Northern Kentucky's defense isn't good, but their offense is worse. Houston's defense is better than their offense. I mean, so you got two defensive first teams that play really slow. First half under, sure. Game under, sure. Under, under, under in this one. There's just seemingly no way. Both these teams the model's been really spot on with their totals. So I'm going to say I'm pretty spot on with this 114 and a half. This reminds me of that game last week. Sam Houston played somebody and we had it as a total of the day over there on TikTok. And the model said like 114 and the total was like 122. It was like this. And I was like, and I told the district, I was like, I'm a little nervous about 114 because that seemed really low. And I think the game landed, landed exactly at 114. So this is another one of those situations where there might be late fouls, weird things happening like that. But you know, there's also a decent chance Houston's up by 12. Like there's no late fouls. So I just don't see any way this game goes over a, a number like 122. Uh, Cousin Jared, tell us more. Yeah. So we, as we discussed at the top of the show that I have like no input on how this kind of works out. I just kind of show up when I'm told to show up. But the one input that I did have is we were going to talk about this game because I did I did not need to have a rocket scientist or sideline or anybody else with a PhD tell me that we need to play the under in, in this game. Uh, it's, it's in like, it, okay, so just step, step back from everything. Like there is no way that this total should be 122 points with the way that these two teams play. And then Sasser probably, because I, I, I agree with you, like what, what's the point in him playing in, in this yeah. game, right? Like Houston's going to sm- smother and, and, Maybe you get him out there a little bit to get his feet wet and, and run. But yeah, you're not, like he shouldn't be playing 35 minutes, right? There's no way. Yeah, exactly. Because Houston's defense is going to be able to smother them regardless of how much he plays or not. So him probably not playing much is just like the cherry on top of all of this, where it's like we, we saw what how they looked without him. And the offense definitely took a little bit of a hit there. So yeah. uh, I think this game was going to go under in the best case. And the fact that it's still sitting at 122 when the probability is that Sasser's not going to play at least a, a full load of minutes, uh, I think this is one of the easier plays on the board maybe my favorite play for all of thursday yeah it's a, it's a really strong one i have to agree all right that's all we've got then for the viewer cousin jerry any parting words i can't believe that it's here Let, let's enjoy the next four days for for what they are we only get them you know four days out of the year we we got to enjoy them while we have them well said. All right. Thanks for tuning in this episode of Picks with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can ensure all the sports betting content provided on this channel is dropped right into your feed. Be back again with Friday games sooner than you think. But until then, as always, best of luck. And remember, 
can eat your betting money, but please don't bet your eating money.